Almost Daily Devotional, Manna Part 1. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Almost Daily Devotional. Cliff Ravenscraft here, and it has been way too long. I know. Today's episode, I'm going to be talking about manna from heaven and trusting God, and maybe talk a little bit about what's going on. Try to make this 10 minutes or less, but we'll see how it goes. Folks, I want to say thank you for staying subscribed for so long to this podcast, even though there has not been much released lately. And and I tell you, I am feeling the weight of just really getting, uh, I guess, a couple things just out of control. You know, I've been really working on pursuing a more balanced life, changing some things in my life uh, to really get myself physically healthy and try to change the way that I eat, working out on a regular basis, at least uh, doing some intentional physical activity on a consistent basis. And I've been adjusting and tweaking my sleep and work schedules and spending time with family. And I don't know what in the world happened, but somewhere along the way, my relationship with God just somehow got completely left out of the mix for so long. And I just share that with you guys and say, hey, continue to lift me up in prayer here, uh, here for the Almost Daily Devotional. And I want to say thank you to those of you who have emailed me recently and said, hey, Cliff, I, you know, I, I just want to let you know I really enjoy the Almost Daily Devotional and look forward to hearing more. And and I tried the idea of recording out in, in doing my walk casts, you know, recording almost daily devotional thoughts while I'm out walking. And that format didn't, I didn't think that it fit with this show. I think this show is something that sounds better when it's actually in the studio. And and I really appreciate the one person who says, listen, you know, I, I really didn't like uh, the the format out walking, but if, you know, that's the only way that we can get, you know, more regular, more frequent updates, then, then go for it and I'll listen. And, you know, I I value that and I appreciate that. But I I really agree that that in-studio is better. And so here I am back in the studio again. And I'll be honest with you, if if, if this is important to me, if spending time alone with God and then thinking about what God's laying on my heart and then sharing it is important, then then I'll do it. And that doesn't matter. You know, I'll make time for it. And and that's where pursuing a balanced life comes from. It's it's evaluating what are your goals? What are your what what's your purpose and 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 are you doing things for, to fulfill that purpose and and organizing your life around meaningful work and and things that you're called to do and 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 finding your priorities and then living by those priorities that you desire to live by that's what pursuing a balanced life is and i'll I'll be honest with you i've really caught myself really chasing after the the dollar you know chasing after the the financial end of things and sometimes forgetting my main purpose and in fact i found myself you know completely ignoring this podcast's existence not intentionally never intentionally but just letting it get put off for so long you know a couple days go by and then all of a sudden you push it back a couple more days and before you know it's been a couple weeks and and then all of a sudden it it just 
it doesn't even enter your mind anymore. It doesn't even matter if it shows up on a on a schedule. It, it's just something my mind was programmed programmed to just say oh, that that's low importance when it comes to the comparison of that versus these other things. And and it's not that I've been lazy, because I've been working my tail end off. But I found that my production and efficiency and everything else has just gone down the tubes. And I recognize just very clearly that I've had a couple of issues in, in the area of my faith, my relationship with God. I, I'm not talking and praying with, you know, I'm not talking with God enough through prayer. And and, and I'm just not really, fo- I mean, sure, I, 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 I toss up those, you know, token prayers here and there. And when somebody has something going on, I, I, I shout out a quick prayer and conversation to God about that. But really seeking God daily on, you know, hey, God, give me the strength, the, give me the wisdom. And and I just, I, I really feel the weight and the stress of that. And, and, and you know, I'm just going to say this real quickly here, and, and I've not sh- shared the, the exact details of this, but lately our, our plus membership numbers have completely just really taken a nosedive and getting a lot of cancellations on our on a regular basis and it's all individuals who are commenting on their own financial issues with being laid off work and and all the various other things that are going on in in, in the economy and these these messages aren't like well you know I just really don't see the value in your content anymore it's not being produced as often you know I I, I really only I mean I think I had one person who says you know I was really only into this for the you know, the TV shows. And since I'm not, you know, we share an obvious different faith and stuff. I mean, I've had one of those comments, but for the most part, every single week I'm receiving, you've been receiving about three to five, just, you know, Hey, things are really tight here. I mean, it, it's never been tight and this has been the last thing that I've put off, but I think I'm going to have to to cancel at least for a couple months. I, I, I hope to come back soon and, and stuff like that. And I've worked with those folks and 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 talked with them and and but yeah the the income has been decreasing on a consistent basis and it's and I tell you with each of those emails it's just been like my heart sinks a little bit and I'm like have I lost focus have I lost you know and and I'm not saying it's a direct result of anything that I've done or not done it's just the questions come to my mind of you know where am I going with this and I have found myself Nobody, again, no one has ever said it's because you, you know, it's a decrease in content production because outside of this podcast and the TV show podcast, we've been creating a lot of content, a lot of great content. Uh, Some of it, of course, I'm like, you know, I I get into the family from the heart and there are some weeks I'm like, I'm just not bringing my A game here. And and I'm not bringing my A game to that because, you know, what, what new do I have to share? What am I doing in personal development, especially as it relates to faith and 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 inspirational talks and messages and and stuff like that, I don't have anything new to provide or new to give because I'm not feeding myself. I'm not taking in things myself, and have been really, really feeling the weight of stress and anxiety as a result of that, and especially just anxiety over financial things. And God has never let me down. You guys have been listening to this for a long time. Many of you have, or most of you have. And you know, God has never let me down every single month, ever since I've stepped out in faith and left my career in insurance to do podcasting and new media full time, every month the bills have been paid. 
and and I should get to the point where I just trust God. But there are points where it still becomes difficult. And I I know it's it, the times when it becomes most difficult to trust in God is when I feel disconnected from him. And so, I, you know, I, as I was sharing this in a recent episode of Pursuing a Balanced Life, I was I was talking about the fact that I really wanted to go back and I wanted to take a closer look once again at the story of when God provided manna from heaven for his people in the desert. And so I looked it up and read it the other night before going to bed. And and I just want to share this story with you. And it does look like we're probably going to go into a 20 minute episode here. So I hopefully you won't mind seeing as how it's been so long. But let me just go through and, and this is going to be part one of two. Uh, the first one here, I want to talk about, you know, the manna coming from heaven. And the next one, I'm going to talk about Sabbath day and rest and and stuff. So the, stay tuned for that one in, in the next episode. But here we go. This is, this is first of all, the story of, of manna from heaven. This is where God had basically brought his people out of Egypt. He had used Moses and Aaron and, 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 and led the Israelites out of Egypt. They were in captive and slavery and the whole thing, you know, Pharaoh, let my people go kind of thing. And, and the, they are finally allowed to leave. And then at the last minute, uh, as they're getting ready to leave, you know, just as they're leaving the borders, you know, they're the Pharaoh sends the Egyptian army after them and the Red Sea is parted and Moses leads his people through God's people through the Red Sea. And then as they cross, the last person crosses through the Egyptian armies now also trying to cross through that that parted sea. And then the sea, the the sea lets go and covers up and washes the the Egyptian army away. The Israelite people, uh, God's people are saved by God and delivered from slavery. And now they're out in the desert. <laughs> now they're out in the desert and it's like, okay, so now what do we do? We've been out here where it's been several days. We haven't had anything to drink. And there's this whole story right in Exodus chapter 15, just before we get into Exodus chapter 16. Um, <laughs> obviously 15, then 16, right? But anyway, we we get into the story where they had some problems finding water for a couple days and then finally they come across some water but it's bitter and then they complain it's like ah oh, i can't believe this and obviously i mean why not complain it, it's been a couple days you haven't had water what are we to do and god uh told moses to throw a piece of wood into the water that was bitter and it immediately purified the water everybody drank and all was good and and that was a sign that God had delivered them and that it, it is he that provided. Well, several days more go on and, and uh, then they, they find this these springs of water and, and they have plenty to drink. And it's just they're they're really it seems to be going pretty well. But a couple more days, maybe a couple of weeks go by and and the food supplies are running low. And so that's where we talk about, um, you know, leaving the springs of Elam and then going into the desert. All right. So God, God's called them out of this place where they've been pretty laid back and now they're going deeper into the desert because God's got a destination in mind for them. So here's the thing. Exodus chapter 16. I'm going to be reading this. Now I'm going to not going to read it verse by verse, but if you want to read this story, I encourage you to pull out your Bible 
and open up ex- up to the book of Exodus and just read the entire chapter of chapter 16 because I am omitting several verses that that you know are not necessary for you to get the main point of the story. And I'm not going to tell you what verses are missing. Just understand that this is not the entire text. So here we go. Starting with uh, verse one, it says, The whole Israelite community set out from Elam and came to the desert on the 15th day of the second month after they had come out of Egypt. In the desert, the whole community grumbled against Moses and Aaron. The Israelites said to them, If only we had died by the Lord's hand in Egypt. There we sat around pots of meat and ate all the food we wanted. But you have brought us into this desert to starve and to starve in this assembly. You have brought us into the desert to starve this assembly to death. All right. Yeah. So I should have uh, pre-read this a little bit better. But anyway, bear with me here. Then the Lord said to Moses, I will rain. I will rain down bread from heaven for you. The people are to go out each day and gather enough food for that day. In this way, I will test them and see whether they will follow my instructions. On the sixth day, they are to prepare what they bring in, and that is to be twice as much as they gathered the other days. And then Moses and Aaron go out and they speak this, you know, what God had said and shared to the Israelite people. Then in verse 13, it says, That evening, quail came and covered the camp, and in the morning there was a layer of dew on the camp. When the dew was gone, thin flakes like frost on the ground appeared on the desert floor. When the Israelites saw it, they said to each other, What is this? For they did not know what it was. Moses said to them, It is the bread the Lord has given you to eat. This is what the Lord has commanded. Each one of you is to gather as much as he needs. Take an omer for each person you have in your tent. And an omer is a, 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 a measurement, so a set amount. You know, you can have up to this amount for each person that you have in your tent. The Israelites did the, as they were told. Some gathered much, some little. And when they measured it by the omer, he who gathered much did not have too much. And he who gathered little did not have too little. Each one gathered as much as he needed. Then Moses said to them, no one is to keep any of this stuff until the morning. All right. So basically, don't keep any of this. Use what you have and what you don't use, get rid of because that's what God says. However, some of them paid no attention to Moses. They kept part of it until morning. But it was full of maggots and began to smell. So Moses was angry with them. How nasty is that? All right. Each morning, everyone gathered as much as he needed. And when the sun grew hot, it melted away. The people of Israel called the bread manna. It was like coriander. It was it was white like coriander seed and tasted like wafers made with honey. So that's the story. That that's part of the story here. And you know the thing is is that here we are. God's brought his people out into the desert. They're going to be there for quite some time and these people are like, "Okay, uh we what are we going to eat?" And God rains down bread from heaven 
and gives them a command. Say, listen, I'm going to provide for you daily. Each day I'm going to meet your needs. But I want you to understand, I don't want you to take any more than you need. With the exception on of Saturday, or not Saturday, I don't know what day it would have been for them, but um, I would assume Friday. But anyway, except for the you know the Sabbath, the day before the on the sixth day, basically, you can collect twice as much so that you'll have plenty for for the Sabbath day. All right, so so that that that's the story here, and God met their needs, and of course, He says, "Don't keep anything." I don't want you to do that. I want you to trust in me. And here's what my uh, life application Bible study or study Bible says. It says, as the Israelites encountered danger, shortages, and inconvenience, they complained bitterly and longed to be back in Egypt. Even the slavery that they were under, you know, being beaten and whipped by, by slave lords, you know, it's like, can you imagine that? And, and they, they, of course, they were hungry. Um, but as always, God did provide for their needs. Okay, that's important to understand. For me, that's important to understand that here they are in the desert all of these years and God provided for their needs. All right. Difficult circumstances often lead to stress and complaining is a natural response. The Israelites didn't rely on. Uh, okay, the Israelites didn't really want back into Egypt. They just wanted to get, they just wanted life to get a little bit easier. In the pressure of the moment, they could not focus on the cause of their stress. In this case, lack of trust in God. They could only think about the quickest way of escape. When pressure comes your way, resist the temptation to make a quick escape. Instead, focus on God's power and wisdom to help you deal with the cause of your stress. All right, so here's the devotional thought today. And and I'm really so thankful that God just basically laid it upon my heart this week as I was recording that Pursuing a Balanced Life to really rediscover this this manna story because it's it's really helped me. And, And especially the fact that I have this Life Application Study Bible because really, what is the cause of my stress? And I'm going to be honest with you, and I'm just going to confess it right now. My stress, my anxiety, my fears about financial things are not a result of decreased plus membership. It's not a decrease in the number of you know phone calls for orders or anything like that. In fact, some of those things are even increasing. Uh, the, the, the orders in, in, in consulting work is, is always just, it just comes in out of nowhere. It's, it's like, oh, wow, I didn't expect this one to come in and, it, and, it, and the work is coming and God is providing and I see it and, and I clearly see it as God providing, but it's always, I have this in my mind, I, this lack of trust that is he going to do it tomorrow? Is he going to do it the day after that? Is he going to do it the day after that? And are things always going to be as tight as they were this month? And one of the things that happened this month is that I'm, I'm waiting on two invoices to be paid. Uh, from from a client that or you know two invoices that would normally come in with no problem at all uh, that they're, they're I've got one invoice that's two months late and one that's about a week or yeah a month late and one that's about a week late and those are significant source of income and I'm not able to um, 
you know, there are a couple of bills that for this month aren't yet paid because I'm waiting for those checks to come in so that I can then, you know, and, and, and so here's where a lot of, you know, where I'm thinking the stress is coming from. You know, it's it's July 9th. I'm already nine days into the new month and I still haven't, I'm still not able to cover some of those bills that should already be paid from income from the fi- from the previous month. So the question being, is the money going to be there in July when I, I still haven't covered June yet? And, and, and that's a little stressful. And, and, if, and it's the first time it's happened this way. So it's, it's brought on a little bit of stress. But the question is, you know, the, the thing is, is the, the, the invoices are due to, um, to come in. And I know the, the place where it's coming from that it's going to come. There's no question about that. Um, yeah, in my experience over the last, uh, well, since I've been doing business for myself, there have been so there have been two invoices that went unpaid, uh, and and I you know I won't be doing business for those people anymore, but you know that that just happens and it happens occasionally and, and it wasn't you know it, I mean it wasn't as life shattering as as what I thought it might be but you know the thing is is those kind of things happen but this money that's supposed to come. I know it's going to be here and the bills that aren't going to be paid, you know, it, it's basically uh, putting money away for my health insurance, um, uh, health savings account. And that there is no time limit or due date on that. I just can't cash that check or deposit that check from my business account into the health savings account until those other checks come in. And so, I mean, it, it's it, there's really no cause for stress. I know that those are coming there's no question about that. Um, I really don't have any doubt at all. But I, would, I I do struggle right now. And I will tell you that I've been struggling with the lack of trust in God to provide. And I don't understand why. Because Well, I do understand why. I do understand why. It, it's because, well, I'm the, the less time I spend with God, the further I, the, the more I feel disconnected from him. And, and, and I see myself in the Egyptian people. I I'm starting to be under stress. I'm not complaining, but I sure am moping, you know, I'm allowing it to, to really affect my attitude and, and my outlook. And, and it's causing me to go around moping around, just wondering, oh, I feeling so overwhelmed. Woe is me. And I don't like that. Anyway, uh, so the idea here is when pressure comes your way, resist the temptation to make a quick escape um, and instead focus on God's power and wisdom to help you deal with the cause of your stress. And if that stress is a luck of tra- uh, is a lack of trust in God, like it is mine right now, then I would say that probably my advice to me is to, dude, uh, why don't you start spending some more time with God and the more time you spend with him, you'll find just how trustworthy he is. And also, it just makes sense for me. Where's my main purpose? Why am I doing podcasting? Why did I leave my career in insurance? It's because I felt God calling me to do it, to share my life online in a real transparent and authentic way that provides entertainment, education, encouragement, and inspiration. And where's the source of all this supposed to come from? It's supposed to come from God. And that's where I felt it called to come from. And if I'm not going to God and I'm just going through the motions, then then what else am I supposed to expect to happen other than what is happening? And so, God, please forgive me. Please forgive me for not trusting you 
and and help me to understand that you are providing, you have provided, and you will provide. And dear God, please forgive me for just to for just really abandoning the relationship to to chase after so many other things and forgetting what's really important in life. Well, folks, thank you for listening. And again, um, I'm not sorry for the longer episode. I, I felt I felt like I needed to put this one out there. Hopefully you don't mind. And within the next couple of days, I'll have Mana Part 2. God bless. We'll talk to you soon. The Almost Daily Devotional is a production of the Generally Speaking Production Network. You can now leave comments and feedback for each of these episodes as the show is now included on my personal blog at pursuingabalancedlife.com. Do you find this content valuable? Would you like to learn how you can support this kind of content? Please visit www.gspn.tv plus to learn what GSPN Plus membership is all about. We invite you to join the community. Thank you.